0: This episode is brought to you by the generous patrons who supported us over at patreon.com slash inspiration point. So, we want to give a big thank you to our patrons, Kate Prostaskius, Leroy, Jeremy, Jacob, Cheryl, Falangor, Spike, Chris, Konohamaru, Booyog, Starry, Red Dead Coquette, Keith, Logan, Punch and Potato, Jen Solo, Rajar, and Eric. Thank you again for helping us to put a little more inspiration out into the world. And now, onto the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exploratory episode of Inspiration Point. I'm Andrew. And I'm Adam. I didn't really have a good voice there. I just I like half did it. I I jumped in with like uh like in like a Nigel Thornberry. Nigel Thornberry. There
1: is Nigel. That's much more nice. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. How are you? <laughs> good, sir. And well, I'm doing uh, quite well actually. Um thank you yeah, thank you for asking. Well. Yes. Splendid. It has been a marvelous day. <laughs> quite splendid.
0: Oh, hooray, and, marvelous.
1: Uh, the children have uh, behaved uh, such as they are.
0: Oh, little rapscallions
1: had a good day <laughs> In- indeed indeed.
0: Uh, wish I could say the same for my own.
1: Uh, uh, oh well, well they are, uh, they are well behaved. We will see if that disposition uh, shall continue into their adolescence.
0: Mm, well, children are horrible creatures, you know
1: <laughs> it is true. terrible. Uh, yeah. literal parasites um uh, during yeah. the, during their um, inception.
0: Yeah, awful.
1: awful. Oh,
0: disclaimer for for uh, for my children who might listen to this uh, years down those. the road. I'm not actually <laughs> talking about you. So uh please <laughs> please don't hate me and don't put me in a home so unless uh, it's
1: like a good home right
0: unless it's my home my home They're just gonna stick you in that
1: shed and lock the door you know it could be worse (laughs) they'll occasionally like throw like bits of food rations into the vent you know
0: i got a i got a new buddy uh who i met within the past year uh who's the dad of um a my my daughter's best friend and he is a a professional uh pipe fitter and plumber and he's always telling me he's like dude if you want a bathroom on that shed i could hook you up bro i was like i'm not gonna lie <laughs> there have been days where i've been real busy and been thinking man it'd be nice if i didn't have to go into the house
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah they should he know? should just put it like right where uh right where you sit normally <laughs> yeah yeah. You know, just make, make it really efficient right every guy's dream every guy's dream
0: just never wearing there pants again oh man <laughs> i mean i work in a shed so i guess i technically don't have to anyway, yeah but i do because i'm a civilized creature
1: that way if the kids Timotized. will never barge in on you because of after the first time they'll have learned their lesson you'd hope <laughs> you know you would hope. yeah that's true they're bad at learning lessons like that or any lesson um <laughs> we we do hope we do hope i it, we, so i was sitting uh there watching south park with my kids yesterday oh my god and my my daughter had requested the caesar milan episode <laughs> oh my! Goodness. we're sitting around watching uh Caesar milan trained cartman uh which was fantastic Aww. that's what that's one of my favorite episodes
0: our, our dear listeners are definitely gonna understand that we have very different parenting styles. yeah
1: we very much do you take them to like christian school and you like um, you know have every like little moment of their life you know managed and uh i'm like yeah whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: yeah. you know well i mean you also have a teenager so well you've had almost. a lot of time to
1: stop giving a rip yeah i really have <laughs> yeah you know it's it's whatever at this point it, it, the thing was oh, no. I, I was so regimented as a kid that you know just oh i guess naturally i've uh just gone the opposite way and you know i would definitely say i'm too permissive like that's that's fair enough to say I, w- I would say. I would too uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, it is what it is and um, it is what it is and this is it not is a parenting indeed. podcast and thank goodness it, it sure isn't, isn't because yeah, uh, if it was we represent like two uh, very extreme styles of uh, approach and that's true <laughs> extreme <laughs> yes
0: yeah
1: yeah. Um
0: we we parent <laughs> and uh there there are results.
1: There are there are results. That's either way, you know.
0: Any response is as good as another. Is that that's uh, that's a trademark now.
1: And in both cases we will be definitely blamed for their shortcomings. <laughs> so. Yep. You know, there will be uh, just do whatever you want, ladies and gentlemen. It's mostly genetics, anyway. So, (laughs) anyway, 99% of it's just showing up, just showing up, man. Hey, kid, could be
0: worse. (laughs) And if there's anything that school has taught us, it's that 99% is more than sufficient. It's kind of a lot. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's kind of a lot. Yeah. Pretty good. You get a clap on the back for 99%. Yeah.
1: You You definitely don't get put in a nursing home or 99% see I don't mind the nursing home as long as it's got like good internet right you know as long as Hey,
0: after COVID I don't want to go anywhere near those places (laughs) no thanks that's just that's a sounds like a oh I don't know those people are
1: living on the edge in more ways than one but like my entire retirement is just going to be like gaming PC headset they're going to be like hey you want to come play checkers and I'll be like get out of here noob
0: (laughs) man your retirement by the time we retire i'm not we're just gonna be jacked into the matrix right right yeah in the freaking holodeck all day gosh
1: yeah talk about your eternal gm and then i'll really be doing it forever man (laughs) don't act like you're disappointed you're you'd be doing it
0: if you had your druthers anyway
1: that's probably true it's probably true but like i was saying you know on my salary, I'm never gonna retire. Let's face it. <laughs> and we just gotta, you just gotta wait until like, unless enough of you subscribe to Inspiration Point on uh, Patreon.com, then I might actually get to retire and help uh, us avoid the nursing home. That's right. And hit up our Patreon. We are gonna start our uh, uh, the first podcast sponsored nursing home ourselves the inspiration point nursing home uh mm. <laughs> so. man i feel like there's a good idea in there but way
0: way down
1: it's the same as uh any nursing home but the jello is you know on brand you know like blue and gold oh that'd be rad the checkers are blue and gold yeah everything what else that's, that's all they, they have, have right It's <laughs> all that goes into crisp,
0: it yeah, the, the the white and the black outlines it just be...
1: Mm. And the workers yes. are definitely stealing from you, 100%. I mean, <laughs> they, they can't steal it from you. I mean, they have to. They we're not them paying them, them, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of theirs anyway. <laughs> it's kind of theirs anyway. You know, we're going to make that font small enough that you can't read it, and uh, it won't matter. It won't matter. Nothing matters, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, we'll
0: be at a point where we'll be so old that like, we'll just accept anything yeah. that, that you tell us. Like, you just, you just look at it and eh, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, just sign here, dad. All eh, right. A eh. uh,
1: house sucker. What'd
0: you say? <laughs> you
1: know, we'll just take you for a ride. <laughs> just like Sandpiper from, uh, Oh man.
0: Better Call Saul. Y'all, if y'all haven't seen Better Call Saul,
1: that was fun to say. Then you better watch Saul. You better. Better watch. You gotta watch it.
0: That show's so
1: good. I still haven't seen the last season because I'm still waiting on Netflix to put it up. I'm like, come on, Netflix. I'm on break. Do it. Let's go, Come man. On.
2: It's good for you. Let's
1: go. Do I, it. I don't want to do like the subscription thing where they're like, Hey, it's free for a month and you can cancel anytime. And then I inevitably forget to cancel and end up paying for like three months before I figure out what's going on. You know, I, I do exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: Hey, yeah. Better call I,
1: Saul was <laughs> worth having those three months, those three months. Of, months. You know what? That's not a bad life, idea. You know, that might actually be worth it. Another thing that's preparing ugh, wow. Another thing that's premiering preparing. tonight is uh the newest season of uh Ted Lasso. And oh, I don't I don't have Apple I know what TV.
2: I'm doing after this.
1: Right, right. He's like, I'm gonna leave right now. Well guys, that's all the time Dude, we why? have today. <laughs> yep. And we're doing episode on the book. We had inspiration point, highly endorse ted lasso because it really is very much like on brand for us and and what we talk about sure is you know we should have a partnership where we get all kinds of support and they get very little <laughs> yay so if you're working for ted lasso and you want to help a guy out um you know join us help at the uh, thirty thousand dollar level <laughs> oh dang i'm sorry i've
0: Gotten really behind on things, and I forgot to add the thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah,
1: no
0: dude. I kind of want to make one just to see, just to see if like anyone just, could you imagine? Like the whale comes in, and is just like you know what? You guys are worth thirty grand a month.
2: <laughs>
0: what?
1: Oh, yeah. It's like
0: it's it's like a DIY lottery, like it's you know what 30 grand
1: a month you can come on the show every week and just roast both of us like like deep personal painful roast just every time all you want the all you can roast buffet at that price all
0: you can roast
1: all right just come on come on and do it if you want to join let's make it happen all right 10 out of 10 would get roasted again for 15k a month yeah that's right yeah we'd split it yeah yeah well of course of course yeah Even though the the value would be higher for me. (laughs) Because what does 15K a month get you in California? Like, uh, you know, a couple of trips to uh, the Whataburger. (laughs) I have a, I have a, um, I'm looking at a pack,
0: at a packet of uh, Pop Rocks on my desk here. I think that was maybe about five, six K. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Wow. Down at, down at ye olde dollar store. (laughs) But the dollar is in quotes because it's a California dollar. There, there's more zeros just added on with Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, it's just so
1: over and over. It looks like the one saying.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah, it's already starting to get yeah. hot over here, though. I tell you what. But the Man. the best thing, guys, is that are at least for the time being. And, and I guess maybe from here on out, we are our times are one in the same. Oh, uh, and, that, and that is glorious. That is it glorious. Is, it is
0: nice. It is really nice. And you know, having mentioned that, I do want to say thank you for allowing me to have kind of kept my previous schedule because otherwise I would have been having to get on a little too early. And uh I, I really appreciate you bearing with me and getting on a little later in the evening so I could so I could do that. Yeah. So I wanna give you a little bit of secret ingredient just because uh thanks man i appreciate that man
1: yeah of course you know i've i've uh i've got some advantages and disadvantages in, in different areas you know we've both spec differently mm, that's true <laughs> so that's true we we have spec very differently we we definitely did but we still have respect ah uh, respect yeah
0: faux show that.
1: so so <laughs> <laughs> Journey with us into the rest of the show. Into the rest of the show. As we explore together the idea of exploration in role playing games.
2: La, la, la.
1: So, uh, Andrew came up with a very uh, complex and nuanced voting system in the Patreon uh, Discord. Hey. Full disclosure, that system, I first saw that over on Dragna's Patreon. So it's his that's, fault.
0: It's his fault. I so see. So that's, he lets his patrons vote. He does a uh, a monthly uh, Discord workshop where he'll do, um, usually he'll put together like a little PowerPoint, depending on the topic and stuff, and he'll, uh, usually on like a Saturday Saturday morning to afternoon anyone who's able to can hop in and he'll give like a like a one hour chat about a certain topic that people get to vote on and when he does the vote he puts uh a he puts an announcement up that has those in there and it, it works great Yeah, super intuitive and easy peasy and,
1: you know, lets everybody know what the choices are. Okay, well, that's what we stole it. That's what we did. And with a few votes uh, for the picture of a building, uh, we're talking about travel. So that's interesting. Um, I am looking forward to this because this is a thing I've definitely had some mixed results with in the past. Um, mm. if for anyone who's not familiar, the, uh, fifth edition, uh, setting slash, um, uh, campaign storm King's thunder is basically overland travel the campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it has, you know, some classic rollable tables in it to kind of help you along now, instead of going through and, talking about what makes good, uh, overland travel survival sequences and all that stuff. I thought it might be better to demonstrate, to illustrate this. Mm. And so I have asked, uh, Andrew here to prepare a character that is, you know, generally good for fifth edition. What did I say? Like third level, fifth level. I forgot what I said.
0: It was like third level. And I, I did my best. I whipped this thing together pretty quick. Honestly, okay. I probably spent more time thinking of the, the basic idea because you know I'm me.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, you know. So in other words, I, I asked for something. a D and D character, and he made a fake character. Right?
0: <laughs> mm, actually, I did write down like I got some my skills. I got I got my AC. Oh, okay. I got my okay. Stats. All right.
1: You know. All right.
0: I I tr- I I tried to be good. I tried to be
1: good. So here's the main thing. Like when we're talking about travel sequences in games like Dungeons and Dragons, we're sort of talking about the interludes between the main chapters, right? There's, there's our set pieces where the main story takes place, usually in dungeons of some kind, you know, be that a literal dungeon or some other arduous place of exploration, traps, puzzles, etc. Right. And, uh, This is a thing where it can be a struggle to make um, travel interesting. So we're going to attempt. So here we go. We're going to get started. Our adventurer, a seasoned warrior and skilled tracker, I has been. Well, (laughs) actually. Oh, no. Our character's name is
0: Reginald Digby. A childhood cut purse turned surveyor for a local guild of travel brokers who scout travel locations and, if questing is needed, post a quest and offer guild resources under contract in exchange for a percentage of the estimated value of what is found. So, I tried to be a cut purse when a youth, but it uh, didn't go very well for me. And the alternative was... imprisonment but i was sponsored by this guild who said oh dear don't waste the potential of this youth on imprisonment or uh, hanging death you know all those sorts of things give us give him to us and we will teach him a valuable trade so i've
1: learned to be a scout and surveyor oh wow that's great all right good job man he's like oh here's somebody just cobbled together real quick Act- oh, just, Pro- i just
0: i've had this in the closet
1: it's just pr- this whole thing i just threw ki- it on i just threw it on okay all right show off <laughs> no good Regional job original
0: digby at your service
1: um okay uh let's see uh well <laughs> you have been hired by this guild to retrieve a lost artifact. Oh, uh, no. uh, you may have heard of it. It's called the Horn of Winter. Oh, uh, which is said to hold the power to bring about a never ending winter. Now, why give such a quest to such a newish? type adventurer well either they have a great amount of confidence in you or you know what let's just go with confidence clearly confidence clearly confidence. Confidence. okay
0: Clearly, <laughs> they you know it builds confidence you can't just tell tell an aspiring youth that you know oh go do this you'll probably die no no we trust you with this big job we know you can do it
1: now in it's your probably journey going to die so far, you have faced many challenges. You have braved the frozen wilderness, fought off packs of hungry wolves and angry packs. giants, Ugh. and navigated treacherous mountain passes. I may have run a time or two. You may very well have, but you know what? We like to use the word braved and survive. Yes, braved and That's so on the resume. That's right. That's right.
0: That's a, that's one of the key words. You don't say ran. Otherwise, the algorithms will
1: throw out your job application. <laughs> That's right. They throw them right out. Uh, Just right in the circular file, as they say. <laughs> as they say. Uh, now, our adventurer finds themselves at the edge of a vast frozen lake where they have been told Ooh. the Horn of Winter lies hidden. The lake is guarded by powerful creatures, and the journey to the other side is fraught with danger. But our adventurer Ooh. is determined to retrieve the artifact and complete their quest no matter the cost mm. <laughs> mm. no matter now here Ugh, is the good goals, part no matter here, here here's the good part reginald oh the good part this is what i've been waiting in for. in our exercise today we're skipping the main chapters of the campaign so congratulations you finished chapter one well done i knew you, you i did could it. do it go ahead and level up you're amazing Hooray! good, good job you see, their faith was well placed. <laughs> see, we're going to be doing they a campaign do it. in reverse where we just skip the main body and we go back to the filler.
0: <laughs> I wonder if this is the kind of D&D campaign that I've been
1: waiting for. It very well may be, because uh, we might get through the whole campaign tonight. We'll see. Uh, um diggity. <laughs> diggity. Okay uh let's see oh wait i have to i have to give you this here's the here's the frozen like description okay so first first thing you should do for your players right is is set the mood right if you want to make travel interesting you gotta just say some sensory description that's all it really takes so number one as the sun rises the party treks across The frozen lake. The icy air bites at their noses, and the crunch of their boots on the snow and ice echoes across the stillness. In the distance, they can see the dark outline of the mountain range ahead. The quest to find a way through the treacherous mountain pass. Okay. Now, when I say party, I mean you by yourself. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Me By myself. By yourself. So, I have voices in my head that keep me company. Here is the fun that we're gonna have. Okay, so number one, GMs, okay, make yourself a rollable table of encounters. Okay, now when it comes to random encounters, now you might be saying, "Hey, hey, 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 hey. you said that this was about making overland travel interesting. You didn't say anything about random encounters." And uh, to that, I say, "Be quiet. It's my turn to talk." So Ah. (laughs) just listen and see what you can learn. Andrew, give me a D one hundred roll.
0: D one hundred. Let me get my dice here. I got a big old, a big old dice bag. All right. Clacky clacky. That's going
1: to be a 17. Ooh, 17. All right. You are in uh, a snowy forest. Uh, home of the winter druid circle. Okay. Now they are searching for a lost artifact that they believe will restore balance to the forest and prevent an oncoming calamity. You've run across Mm. this group and they're fending off an attack from a group of corrupted fey creatures. The winter druids reveal that the artifact piece is hidden in a nearby ruined temple. Okay. So first of all, are you Reginald, going to intervene on the battle the Winter Druids are facing or allow them to complete this on their own?
0: Mm, Well, I do know the Winter Druids are very capable. We've run into them a time or two. Uh, The guild has. uh, I have not personally. So, I know they can be a prickly lot. And I'm also trying to find my own artifact. And there may be pursuers. So, eh, you know... I may, what if I ask
1: them if they need help? Ah, very well. Okay, so.
0: Far uh, be it from me to
1: assume. You far know what be it from you that. to assume. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check.
0: Oh, I love perception check. Lovely. And I do have uh, proficiency in perception. So it means I look very, good. all right. So that's a row of 15 plus two from wisdom and two from proficiency. So a 19 total.
1: All right. So you call out seeing if they need help. Hello. They are uh, not completely responsive as they are very much uh, focused on the battle at hand. After a oh, few. They are
0: mid battle.
1: Yes, they're mid battle. And you're like, can I help? Oh, Is there any way? I can?" Uh, help? Oh, dear. Yeah. And finally, one of them, uh, you know, while struggling against uh, this attacker, finally says, yes, yes, please. We need your help. Oh, uh, well, in that case, and
0: uh, I will loose an arrow at uh, whichever, whichever
1: uh, foe seems to All right. uh, need the arrow most. So what we're going to do here is we're going to treat your attack roll as basically a skill roll because... Essentially, that's what it is. So it is. go ahead and give me a single ranged attack roll. All right. Oh, lovely. So that is a
0: raw 19 plus proficiency and dexterity. So add another five for a 24.
1: So you, uh, despite your hesitation, they, they doubt your skill as you as you seem to be, um, you know, hesitating in the face of battle. But as soon as you start letting those arrows fly, you show that you are actually quite adept, very capable. You fell several hours, uh, uh, several hours, several enemies, impressing even yourself. You oh, even my. you even adjust for the uh, nor- northern winds, which have been uh, buffering you since you uh, began your journey and you allow the arrows oh, to drift with their uh Yeah, what did I say, buffering?
0: (laughs) Buffering. That means taking a long time. And this is a scenario in which one does not want to buffer.
1: Oh, man, my story's already taken a buffeting. Um.
0: (laughs) No, it's all right. Very good, very good. I'm enjoying it.
1: Anyway, uh, you do amazingly, and the druids are very impressed. As a result, they They decide to uh, give you the correct information, uh, to lead you to this artifact. Uh, now, I want you, as you are searching for this artifact, to give me either a perception or nature check. Your choice.
0: Ew, oh, ew. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's do perception again. Oh, that is tilted. Ew, oh, that is horrible. <laughs> terrible roll. Awful. Terrible roll. So that is a two. A plus, two. Uh, plus another four. So still garbage. Terrible. Awful.
1: Okay. <laughs> Very um, bad. Yes. Uh, as you go to search, and by the way, did you do nature or perception? I forgot. It was perception. Okay. So as you were locating this, a blizzard started blowing in that area. really just absolutely blinding you. Oh, no. You woke up some time later with the druids nursing you. Uh, back to health. They had found you frozen in the snow, and unfortunately, your bow is gone as well.
0: Oh, that—that uh, that was guild property. I'm going to be in big trouble for that. Uh, it's the third one I've lost this month, dear.
1: Indeed, indeed. A, a, a very uh, unfortunate. However, one of the druids still managed to uh, find the artifact itself. Uh, that you were, oh. were looking for, um, and they have decided to part with it uh, uh, since you had helped so spectacularly well in in the battle in the beginning.
0: Well, um, I suppose one good turn deserves another. I suppose so. Lovely.
1: Um, well, Thank you, good druid. All right. And so as a result, hold on gonna find this i'm looking through my tables here okay scroll 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 back to the original thing and we are okay you find this uh artifact it's a frozen leaf and it can oh,
0: a frozen leaf
1: and the druids tell you that it can be used to call upon the spirits of the forest when in great need
0: Ew. Very good. Who are these uh, spirits of the forest? Uh, what what should I expect? Uh, should I call upon
1: them? I I would hate to offend them. Um, you get the sense that they uh, aren't really sure as they try to give you an answer, uh, but lack a lot of detail, giving you mostly generalities. You also get the sense that perhaps they're worried it might not, be super beneficial. They kind of try to change the subject and send you on your way out.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. This seems like uh, something that could uh, get me into trouble.
1: And when you turn that's around not, again, the druids are me, gone.
0: That's. Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: By all the.
0: Just. Just. just I didn't. <laughs>
1: all right. Go ahead, and uh, let's do the next part. By the way, how many of these wilderness encounters should we have between major chapters? Any guesses? Between major chapters? A dozen? Uh, The answer is three. Ah. The answer is three. I thought I'd shoot high. (laughs) You know. Well, we might end up with a dozen, depending on how many chapters there are, right? All in all. Okay. But why should we have three? Because the magic number is three. Ah, the rule of threes. The rule of threes, okay? Since these are kind of minor kind of uh, snacks that we get to enjoy along the way of the greater adventure, you know, they should sort of feel as such. And so we're going to increase their quantity just a little bit, but not too much so we don't lose sight of what our ultimate goal is. On this journey, you've gained an interesting artifact, the use of which is... Um, not entirely clear, which gives it some interest and uh, mystery, which is a lot of fun, mm. right? But we also don't want to spend too much time on this. This is going be a really fun aspect for a lot of players that want to quickly make decisions and express their character without, you know, getting into like a four-hour session length of an exchange between you and some NPCs, right? Mm. And so let's move on to the next one. Go ahead and give me the D100 again.
0: All right. So, it's going to be 69. You made that up. <clears throat> I actually did not. <laughs> it actually did roll, and I looked at it, and I said in my mind, just
1: read the number. <laughs> it's just, and that's all cle- I said. Clear, this ro- <clears> throat I got 69. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's correct. Ah, uh, you got the funny number. Okay. I'm
0: not proud of it.
1: <laughs> I'm just walking right past it. See, that's again the difference between our households. She's not proud of it. I'd be like, "Great job." Oh, right. And I high-five my kid, you right? <laughs> uh within the snowy forest, you find the home of a powerful fae entity of some kind. The presence of magic is strong in this area in the look oh. of springtime uh within the middle of a forest glade is certainly suspect it is as it is well sus as
0: as the children say
1: as they say indeed um you have become lost in this forest and you have become drawn to this phase lair. but
0: uh, excuse me <laughs> hello hello i've uh, become lost in this uh in this forest I found
2: this suspect laid um, oh lost are you well yes. that's just too bad oh, why don't you come in then and uh, have some of these delicious um, cookies that I've prepared just Good cookies well you know just in case someone were to come by and and, uh, need, and be in need of uh, sweet desserts of some kind you know it How
0: fortunate! That's exactly what I'm in need
2: of. Uh, Sweets! Well? I'm so tired, I need a little bit of a sugar boost. Well, I'm so glad that you came upon this place. Please take a seat, sit down, enjoy yourself.
0: Oh, I will. I can't wait for you, my good old lady, to give me some sugar.
2: All right. Now, I have Uh got a lot of wonderful treats. Take a look at this... Latter of cookies and brownies and slices of assorted pies. Uh. Uh, Assorted pies?
0: Indeed. So, not just one, many different pies. Oh, of course,
2: of course, many different flavors. Could you name (laughs) the different pies? Oh, absolutely. There's elderberry, there's lemon, there's. uh, elderberry? Cream. And there is a maggot. Uh, oh, which oh. of these do you most let's, prefer? Well, let's let's not let's let's leave off that uh, that last one.
0: Let's uh, in fact let's throw that outside away from us. That's uh,
2: but uh, the oh yes of course yes uh, children do not like this as much. I forget sometimes. Elderberry uh, no, it is then yes yes. <laughs> I, go ahead. My 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 mother once uh, wore perfume. Uh,
0: that was Elderberry. Folks okay, shut up about your mother. Me. Anyway, here you go. Um, Whoa.
2: Well, go ahead what? and uh, eat up. <laughs> oh, by the way, before you get too comfortable, um, I'm going to need a teeny tiny little trifle as payment for my kindness. Uh, it's well, your eye. Not I kindly. need your eye. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, hold on.
0: Hold on.
1: You quickly begin to realize that you are in the presence of a powerful hag and uh, things are not all well. The creature's power is too overwhelming for you to overcome by force. So how will you escape and will you do anything more than escape? How will you overcome this challenge?
2: Well, uh,
0: my good lady, you see out here in my line of work, Uh, I I need both my eyes. So, unfortunately, that's not something I can do. Is there perhaps uh, some other arrangement we could come to? Perhaps I just eat this delicious pie and I will give you an IOU and put in a good word with the guild back in town. Perhaps not have a bunch of adventurers come and try to slay you. Mm, I have connections and I know you don't want that kind of trouble. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that is enticing. Go ahead and give me a deception check. All right. All right. That's going to be
0: a 15.
1: 15. That's a 12
0: plus one from charisma and two from proficiency.
1: Okay. Scrolling. Where did I put my. Hold on. Okay. So um, you begin to convince her that maybe. Uh, Your protection is worth your safety. And so um, she begins to uh, make moves to um, create a contract with you, which, of course, would be magically binding, possibly making your situation even worse as you uh, turn away uh, from her and start to look for an exit. She quickly holds upon your attempt, and the chase ensues. How will you escape?
0: Yeah, well, you know, it seems a bit uh, conventional, but I think I will run (laughs) and try whilst running to lose her in the forest.
1: All right, give me an athletics or acrobatics check, your choice.
0: Yeah, all right. Oh, so you see, that would be a a one, but combined with dexterity and proficiency, it's a six.
1: Ah, six. Okay. So better. You are unfortunately caught by the fae. She has nowhere to put you uh, right away uh, that is terribly secure, so she simply stuffs you inside of her closet while she decides what to do next. Yeah. While waiting inside the closet, uh, the witch continues to eat the platter that uh, she had laid out for you and forgot that she had laced all the food with um, sleeping powder.
0: Oh. Why does this closet smell of both maggots and
1: elderberry? You touch something very cold within that dark closet and bring it out in front of you and you... and you realize it is a magical wand. Oh, and hello. the wand is very, very cold. You are locked inside the closet. How will you escape? Well, first, if
0: it's very, very cold, I suppose I will look around and uh, see if I can feel uh, perhaps a, a large uh, fur coat or some kind of garment. It is a closet after all. Um, you definitely find a leather coat. Oh, lovely. Something, something to keep the chill off. And then I will, uh, take a, try to take a closer look at this wand and, uh, you know, swish it about just a little bit.
1: A little bit of swish, but no flick. As you swish it about a little bit, snowflakes seem to, uh, leak off the top of it. Oh, that's
2: lovely.
0: Then is, uh pray is there a lock on this closet oh yes there is you I are locked like inside to, yeah uh, well i would like to uh, press the tip of this wand to the lock
1: as best i can okay uh you do so freezing the lock entirely causing uh, it to become cool. brittle and I softly
0: but firmly press against the door so as to hopefully add just enough pressure to snap the lock, but not cause a gigantic ruckus.
1: Unfortunately, there's no way to do it without kicking the door pretty hard. Once yeah. you um, allow for this possibility, you simply change the plan to run as quickly as you can. With the witch being rather lethargic from her drug mm. you should have a better chance this time which you do you may there. once again roll athletics but this time with advantage hooray
0: all right that is
1: going to be a 21 you run away with the wand and the coat uh hey. keeping you a uh, much warmer around um of course as you look upon the coat you realize it is sewn together from skin human skin oh terrific but it is keeping you warm
0: well wouldn't want it to go to waste
1: well done now another thing that you ran off with while you were there uh, go ahead and let's see what do we have what do we have what do we have um you were also able to find um some very uh, well some very usable and suitable climbing gear which uh could get you out of a out of a tight spot at some point um Ew. and uh, wonderful you also found a random potion that you just grabbed on the way all right
0: can I take a closer look at this potion? Does it seem to be acid
1: green and bubbling and have a skull on the front of it? Actually, it seems to contain almost nothing at all. As you look at it, the um, there doesn't even seem to be liquid. But it has weight as if the liquid was there. And as you shake the bottle, you can feel liquid within. But you can see nothing. What in the world? Anyway, let's go to part three. Yes, indeed. Roll a D100 right that is going to be a 58 58 okay all right um you come upon some old ruins the ruins of Everfrost as they are known a mysterious city abandoned long ago and as you uh, begin making your way through these ruins you see that it is home to wandering undead skeletons and zombies and others. Oh, well, I human we'd put human and contract monstrous.
0: For this, hmm, it would seem that they did not do what they said that they did.
1: Now, as you explore these ruins, you can see religious uh, markings and signs, which seem to indicate that an- another piece of the greater artifact that you are searching for lies somewhere hidden in these ruins. Mm, well, by will- luck and chance you manage to avoid a trap that you haphazardly sprung on yourself. You just yeah. dove for cover um, autom- as an automatic response and avoided its attack. And you wonder to yourself how many more traps might exist in this place. I mean, probably a lot. I mean, let's be real. And so how will you locate the artifact piece that you need while also avoiding the traps? Hmm.
0: Well, I believe first the best thing to do would be to assess my surroundings so i would like to inspect the environment and see if i can deduce any uh, possible telltale signs of where traps might be or uh, where the artifact might be
1: all right well that sounds to me like investigation it sure does and so, uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. All right. Yeah,
0: well, uh, pray, uh, was investigation intelligence or wisdom? I, I intelligence. Yeah, very good. Uh, so, that's going to be a, a four. A four.
1: Okay. Yes,
0: one greater than three, less than five.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, As you have your face down towards the ground, making sure you're not stepping on traps, but also looking for clues, you notice only when it's too late that a group of undead have indeed gathered around you.
2: Oh,
0: hello.
1: Your myopic Uh, search has resulted in utter disaster. Utter. You are surrounded by the denizens of death. How will you escape? Hmm. Well. And listeners... How would you escape in this moment? And why is your response better than Andrew's? Let us know on Inspiration Point and uh, join us at the at least one dollar level to be able to comment and make fun of Andrew.
0: Well, I shall look upon those who are uh, ready to beset harm upon my person and I will say toodaloo, and uh, I will slam that potion down my gullet and cross my toes within my boots, hoping against hope that uh, I didn't just screw myself royally. (laughs) You know, sometimes
1: you just have to take a chance. You drink the potion, and as the potion is going down your mouth, your hand begins to disappear, as does the bottle and the coat that you were wearing. Everything vanishes from sight, but you seem to continue to exist. Oh, oh. The undead Uh. seem confused by this occurrence and start making their way towards you, but not exactly towards you, as you appear to be invisible to them. Interesting. You were able to escape the circle of the undead, that were surrounding on you. Uh, however, it did cost you that potion of invisibility that you had.
0: Well, if ever there was a situation that called for <laughs> its use, I would say that this would be appropriate. So I will crouch down and see if uh, I can wait for the legs of a few of them to come near. And when they are near enough, I will scoot between them and uh, scamper away. Go ahead and
1: roll stealth for me. All right. And
0: you may do so at advantage. Hooray. Perfect. All right. So that is going to be a
1: 15. Okay. 15. You are able to uh, escape the circle of the undead that were surrounding you. Except for one. One seems to have broken away from the pack. A single skeleton lumbering its way in your direction. No matter how far you get, the thing keeps continuing to follow you, making the rest uh, of your search quite distracted. Uh,
0: perhaps it sees the footprints. Uh, Down skeletons. Uh, well, in that case, I think I will wait for it around a corner, and as it comes around the corner, I will try
1: to freeze it with the icy wand. Go ahead and make an attack using the spellcasting modifier of your choice. All right. Oh, well, that's going to be... And you're still invisible, so you do get advantage. Oh, lovely, because
0: I need it. Oh, I still would need it, but (laughs) need it less.
1: Uh, So that's going to be a 10. A 10. All right. The uh, Frost Wand fires out and hits the skeleton, killing it. Brilliant. Amazing. However, the attack caused you to reappear oh and more local undead begin to turn and lumber their way towards you
0: oh for the love of
1: (laughs) i run away you run away now are you going to try to find a safe place to be or are you abandoning the ruins entirely no of course not i shall don the climbing gear
0: and i shall get myself to a High place. Ah, oh, very,
1: very clever. Give me an athletics check.
0: Now, I do have a question. <laughs> if, I, if I force myself to regurgitate this potion, could I drink it again? <laughs>
1: I mean, you pay for it with the discomfort of the regurgitation. Okay. So, all right. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, how will you cause yourself to regurgitate? I will ram. My finger down my throat. All right. Now that's going to take some willpower to accomplish. Uh, Give me a wisdom saving throw.
0: Yep, (laughs) That's going to (laughs) be.
1: So anyone who's wondering, (laughs) if
0: you go way back in our catalog, there's an episode, probably three or four, called do the dumb thing. (laughs) I'm channeling that super hard here. So just a plug for an earlier episode so uh back to the show uh that result is gonna be a I actually am not sure what my save proficiencies are but uh the flat roll plus the modifier is gonna be a seven
1: a seven okay yeah okay uh instead of simply using your fingers to cause yourself to regurgitate uh you use the wand and the I was
0: actually thinking of using <laughs> the wand first but I was like Ugh. That'd be terrible to do through the wand,
1: but I guess it was meant to be. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So here's what happens. The vomit does indeed <laughs> come forth, but the wand goes off at the same time, causing it to freeze <laughs> as it exits your mouth. You are now covered in an icy beard of frozen vomit made of the uh, well your stomach acid, but also the invisibility potion. You are now completely invisible again, except for the floating beard of ice that you are wearing.
0: Hooray. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Now, Tristic. having said that, that will give you plenty of time to get away and climb to that high spot with your newly found climbing gear. Ew. The coat of butt skin that you were wearing, uh, keeping you warm as, as you go. <laughs> I I could I could not be happier
0: about this situation than I currently am. There is no <laughs> amount of happiness that could be uh, that one could have that would be now, greater. Now, from this,
1: this great situation. vantage point, I want you to roll a perception check at advantage. Come on,
0: baby. Nope. Well, oh, Reginald is in a tight spot, as they say. <laughs> so perception would be with advantage would be a, an eight. You need to retire those dice, my guy. <laughs> I I try, you know, we always say to love your ones, but uh, I didn't get any of those. The good news is close.
1: you survive. Hooray! And that is good news. You even make it to your next destination and ahead of schedule. Oh, lovely. The bad news oh. is that this happened because a rock was flying nearby, swooped down, and picked you up from your vantage point.
2: Eh. Flying! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, after battling with another rock with you as the prize of food, you plummeted to the ground in the chaos. And-
0: wait, wait, wait. I have a question. <laughs> this rock, outdoing its own rocky thing, is passing over. It looks down and says in its birdie tongue. Hark, I see what appears to be, a floating clump of vomit in a shape of a beard. I think I'll grab it.
1: Well, you know, birds uh, eat vomit all the time. It's like what Mother used to make. Oh, well, all right. Because, you know, they regurgitate into the chickies' mouths.
0: Oh, I forgot. Barf is a uh, bird. It's a delicacy. <laughs> Hooray. I you know, it's a, soul food. What? what? What a fool I've been. Yeah. I I should have known. This is why Uh, why I'm the GM,
1: man. You need to chill.
0: Why did I ask? (laughs) I I don't know what I was thinking.
1: Anyway, you make it to the next destination finally. And, uh, you know, uh, while you don't have any of the magical artifacts you started with, because the rock also took your skin cloak. um, No one wants a buff covered ice wand anyway. We are ready for chapter two of the adventure, uh, which uh, you will now embark on. And congratulations, you completed it. (laughs) Hooray! (laughs) And now getting back to the important stuff, the overland travel. Okay, so this was just one simple example, perhaps a little bit more in-depth of a situation than you might be used to. Um, and typically I wouldn't want these little vignette scenes to go so long. I would want them to kind of go a little bit more quickly. Generally speaking, we can resolve in one or two skill checks and there'd be some sort of reward or punishment involved with, uh, how things go. Right. Um, oh, and, right. The, and there could be a spectrum of rewards and punishments from, you know, a horrible failure to, you know, um, uh, resplendent success, right? Like a, there could be a range here. Uh, I also didn't do anything with having Andrew spend rations or gain rations. We didn't really do anything with like hunting or uh, protecting camp. But all of these things can be pieces that are added on or taken away, depending on what your campaign or your game, because it isn't just D&D, is about, right? And whatever it is you want to focus on. Ultimately, Reginald was a more comedic character. So being able to focus his adventures and the little side filler episodes that he would go on and and focusing them on being just shenanigans that poor Reginald gets up to, uh, I think, worked well for for his vibe and for his character. If you were to have more than one character here, you might have certain characters perform different tasks. and. You could do this by asking them who would like to accomplish the task, probably using their best skill check, or you could simply call on people individually because of the specific things happening to them. And this would be a good way to make sure that everybody is getting attention and isn't dominating the scene. Um, Absolutely. And so your thoughts uh, given that method,
0: I, I think that's a great way to do it. I mean, the the whole, really the whole point of exploration <clears throat> Um, exploration is considered one of the three pillars of gameplay. You basically have correct yeah. combat, exploration, and roleplay. And exploration is supposed to be the thing that satisfies players with curiosity, players who want to get immersed in the world, who want who want to find things, who want that sense of discovery, who want to observe things and feel like they've found things or they want to interact
1: with the world that has been presented to them correct though they don't necessarily always need to have an impact on that environment um the ones that want that impact those are generally your achievers okay Mm -hmm. the ones that want to build their base or whatever Um, good rewards to offer during these sort of uh, sections. These vignettes could be things like rations from hunting or supplies gained from other travelers. Not everything has to be death uh, and combat. You know, it could be meeting the traveling merchant who has the special store that you can only access when you meet them Um, Mm -hmm. there. It could be a group of, refugees that just need help and we're going to find out what the personalities of our players are as uh, some of them may suggest to help and be generous and others may suggest leaving them to their own devices or even stripping them of their meager possessions um there's a lot to be said there it's not important yeah. that your players get from point A to point B it's how they do it right it's yeah. what we learn about them during these these tests right So that the reason why a lot of people want to sort of skip the overland travel between chapters is because it tends to feel meaningless, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like, okay, fine, you get there, right? Now, I would not begrudge um, a DM kind of doing more of this pillar in the beginning of the game and then kind of going away from it as the game goes on. Sometimes players get new means of travel, right? Maybe now they can do the teleportation waypoints. They tame one of the rocks and can now fly it around. You get a squadron of flying brooms, (laughs) squadron of flying brooms. Yep. We did that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Whatever happens might say, well, we're, we're moving on from that pillar of gameplay because now we're going to be spending a lot more time uh, either in our dungeons or with the heavier role play. It's whatever your table needs, right? Um, uh, I, and whatever your story do, calls for. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I do want to also throw in
0: that exploration is a great way to introduce additional details and supplementary things that could enhance the main plot. Like as you're going along the main plot, you are finding characters, you're getting into various situations and such. And those have certain features that you will encounter based Mm -hmm. on You know what decisions your GM has made. I think that a cool thing to do as a GM, if you're so inclined, is leave out certain details about like certain things relating to maybe someone or a group that's involved in the main plot or something having to do with the a location that you'll arrive at in the main plot. Or something like that, and have the, have the, um, what is found through the, uh, through the side exploration be things that can enhance the main plot where it feels like, oh, if we didn't actually, if we didn't stumble on these ruins, we wouldn't have found, you know, these like hieroglyphics that tell us this, that, and the other thing about this other place or we learn a little more about these, these people that we'll be interacting with that they wouldn't have necessarily been inclined to tell us or might not have even known to tell us, but because we found out this information in a place we didn't necessarily have to go or might not have even meant to go, that could help you later because that's the sort of thing that will incentivize people to keep Exploring. If the exploration always feels like a side thing that doesn't ever have any impact on the, on the air quotes, real stuff that's going on, then you're not, people aren't going to feel incentivized to explore near as much as they otherwise well. would.
1: I, I definitely uh, agree with much of that right when it comes to making it feel significant and important we want that you know I would I don't necessarily know if I would make it a total key but I wouldn't I wouldn't resist the urge to add in something that felt key into it or like oh i I didn't mean
0: for it to be key I more meant something that's like like additional, additional flavor, additional background, okay. like not stuff you necessarily right. need in order to progress, but something that kind of fills stuff out, you know?
1: Yeah. So one of the main points of this kind of travel is that well, we were making our world feel a little bit more alive, mm. but another really good thing we can do is we can show the impact that the power players are having on the world, right? Yeah. So one thing that Storm King's Thunder does very well is that most of the random encounters that are there have something to do with the plots of the different giant lords. Oh, that's cool. Sometimes you're just like, sometimes you have the scene like with the crag cats, right? There's just, there's crag cats. They live here. They hunt people. That's still useful to just flavor the environment, right? That's great. Totally. And then they could end up being a thing where like one of your players maybe tames one of them. And now they have a buddy for the rest of the campaign based on something you weren't even planning on. What Uh, RPG player likes cats? I've never (laughs) heard of anything like that. Imagine. Um, Now, I would say the most memorable scene we ever had from that campaign. Uh, was actually a, a random encounter in the wilderness uh where the party who is certainly not level to face a fire giant came upon one and the fire giant was searching for uh, a rod of the vonandad okay mm-hmm. a piece to find the super mech of destruction right and you know they came upon him looking for this thing and i think they were all like level three or four or something like that i think that probably level four they were like, we're not taking on any fire giant right now, right? And so what they did is they they got clever, right? They got together, they made plans, they used some spells and some skill checks, and they what they basically did was sneak in, steal the rod, and get away. And it was it was really that simple. And they were like so happy, they were so satisfied with what they had oh, done. Oh yeah, you know because they didn't engage it, but they totally won, right? And that's so, awesome. Yeah, they had an awesome time, but that was also significant because the stuff with the Von and Dodd and the fire giants was going to come up. Right. Right. And so, and same thing with the frost giants, they're searching for the ring of winter. Um, and you come upon these guys, they've got their winter wolves out and they're like sniffing around hunting for things. There's this whole side quest with art December, you know? Um, so there's, there's all of these things that illustrate what we're going to find out more about as we get to those main sections of story the the dungeons of the dungeons and dragons right mm. this is something that i, I have to talk about at every episode elden ring does extremely well right where <laughs> there is just little clues and flavors and very little explanation as we continue through the lands between towards our ultimate goal right and it makes like picking up the most common of objects and actually reading their descriptions kind of fun and significant very because because they're like they're not a giant like three page thing of text this just gives you hints right it gives you a little bit of information but it also just like there's a reason it's here right yeah and that is so cool right Um, I agree. Now, what I put together tonight was uh, largely random. There was some planning involved. But, of course, I'm not trying to build, like, a whole campaign to run Andrew through for an hour. No. Gosh, of course not. But I I will tell you this. I went on chat GPT and put in the parameters (laughs) to create all these tables for me. And I had it do that. And uh, that saved me a little time. But even then, I still only used it as, like, the baseline, right? And I, and I did a lot of riffing um while we were just sitting here doing it ourselves so anyway uh i would say those are the 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 main draws of doing uh wilderness travel now i might even take my own advice and actually do this <laughs> there you go that was that was a lot of fun man i really appreciate you
0: doing that Um uh, <laughs> it's it's been i've been I've been busy with a bunch of other stuff for a while, so it's been a minute since I actually just sat down and played. and that was that was that was a lot of fun. I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent sure what to expect going in. Mm-hmm. and Reginald came to be about you know 20 minutes before the show, and uh, <laughs> I was happy with how he turned out and he rolled like garbage 75% of the time. But you know, that's I why the audience is going to love him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, part of me really wants to bring this goofy <laughs> little bugger back.
1: Well, we definitely could because I think maybe next time we'll talk about doing the social interactions. Sure. And doing that, doing that other pillar since that was also highly voted on. Yeah. Right? And, and so we want to uh maybe, maybe we'll bring back Reginald and have him, navigate some some social interactions and some politics um, sounds oh it's gonna be a freaking disaster <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, this poor bugger She's, that's why we love him that's right? true i you know when i was making him just to just this is for all you optimizers <laughs> out there i made sure to like like he's a ranger doesn't have nature proficiency. I gave him survival. So most rangers. <laughs> oh man. I I was trying to think of like what this street kid would have had and then transitioned. But um, you know,
1: he's he's kinda all around. But you know, who, I was by the way, before I forget, Andrew, thank you for the pop socket you sent me.
0: <laughs> oh, did you get it?
1: Yeah, got my little pop socket. I assume in reference to our last recording yeah. and the, there's a picture of a Corgi, uh, with his butt facing the camera and he's looking back and winking at us. Yeah. Right? So that's pretty great. So I, this, I knew this how bad you wanted a Corgi. So I thought I'd get you one. Thanks man.
0: I got you, man.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I might actually get a Corgi when we move so that I have a reason force myself to walk every day and, because uh, your
0: health is enough of one.
1: Honestly, honestly, it's not right. It's you know? not. It never we is. we don't take care of ourselves, so we have to find something that we care about more. Right. That's true. That's true. Like all of you, like some, all of you, some of you, some like like a very several. select
0: few of you, <laughs> one or two maybe. Um. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun tonight. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot, and um, you know or something, or or something, or you know what, maybe you just had a little bit of a laugh at old Reginald's expense, which is just <laughs> fine because I did too. Um, so take a look at exploration, explore yourself, if you will. <laughs> and uh, until next time, stay inspired. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I said
1: goodbye. <laughs>